Hey, greetings, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Staredown. It's our weekly sports talk and real estate podcast with three friends from around the country. I'm Sean Carpenter in Columbus, Ohio, realtor with Cole Banker King Thompson and speaker with Sean Speaks. Got Bill Risser from Fidelity National in St. Petersburg, Florida, and Todd Meiniger from Asa Abloy, Doors and Hardware in Cumming, Georgia. Let's go around the horn. What's going on, Bill? Not much. I'm sitting in a hotel room in New Smyrna Beach. Uh, the The Atlantic Ocean is right out that window over there. And uh, nice. Yeah, it's 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 rough. And I'm sitting here with uh, the two of you on Twitter and texting and watching um, the the last of the divisional round playoff games. It's been um, cool, beautiful weather. You know, uh, I should say warm, beautiful weather here down south in Florida. And uh, I would say my golf game doesn't really. Uh, the temperature's not warm. It's tepid. <laughs> Look it up, Todd. <laughs> oh, I, I got you. I got you got you. tepid? Okay. I got you. And so it's... Uh, not turgid, tepid. <laughs> tepid, yeah. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Uh, I shot well played, sir. Well played. Shot, shot an 85 today with four doubles. Oh, my God. So, but that's bad, huh? That's just so the doubles bad. are just a, just a killer. Death, death knell. It's brutal. So... Um, but 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 you know I had a good day. We shot minus one to my number. My number keeps coming down. So okay. Uh, anyways, which isn't good. I mean, going up, not down. So uh, anyways, that's me, Todd. What's going on in Hot Atlanta? Oh uh, God, what a difference a day makes. Yesterday was just thunderstorms, gray, literally scary to drive in, and then you wake up this morning, it's bright blue skies, um, unseasonably warm. But I think that's the trend. Um, across this great land, Sean, you probably will test to that. Um, yes. So yeah, just a lot of uh, a lot of watching football, um, having a good old time. Um, looking forward to tomorrow night. Even though, gosh, it seems like a million years ago we watched uh, college football, right? So, All right. <laughs> anyway, Sean, what about you? Well, it was a fun week for me. I, I got to hang out with Bill. I, as we logged on today in the green room, I said, "Boy, long time no see." I literally saw him uh, <laughs> late late Friday night. Uh, had a great time, Todd. We'll we'll uh, we'll catch up at the very end about uh, some of the brothers that he got to meet uh, this weekend. Um, but it was weird, Bill. I, I I left the hotel early to get up. You know, I, I was up at four twenty and and Ooh. on the road by five. Um, nice that you know with the traffic like that, I filled up with gas down there at the at gas station because I knew I wasn't going to use up. You know, it'd still be on F when I got there. Yeah. But um, I left Jacksonville and it was I don't know sixty seven or sixty eight, whatever. Flew to Nashville. And it was 64 there, whatever. Flew to Columbus. It was 69 when I got into Columbus. Wow. Was on July or January 11th, 69 degrees, but had massive storms throughout the day. So one of those uh, flights that as soon as you get on the plane, they said, yeah, the flight attendants are going to be in their seats the whole flight. So don't even yeah. think about a drink. And yeah. uh, we prefer it if you just don't even get up to pee. So luckily I, was, I, I made a smart decision, Bill. When I got to Nashville, I got work done and I didn't have a beer, didn't have a cocktail. I was kind of jealous because all the Clemson fans were hooting and hollering and making their way down to New Orleans. <laughs> I sent you guys the video of uh, the New Orleans gate, uh, but had, had a great week and a, a good weekend. I got back and, and showed cl- clients on Saturday, uh, five or six houses. And I had a, a new buyer, a couple today that came in and we started our search. So uh, pretty excited about that and putting the final touches on our presentation for this week. So Nice. Should be, should be good. So, guys, let's let's talk NFL. We'll, let's start with NFL. We'll end with college football. So, we'll bookend our our call tonight on football. Uh, boy, it's been a fun divisional. I mean, I and I missed today's game, which turns out to be one of the. I can't say it was the best game of the weekend, but it was probably the most exciting. Right? It looked to me like it was 
a tale of two halves, maybe a tale of two quarters even. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, two quarters. Still, I was, um, you know, when I'm with clients, I don't usually have my phone on, but I, Riley was driving back to school today. And so I was getting uh, vibrations and I asked my clients for permission to make sure it was, it was my daughter. And then I realized it was our, Phil, it was our text thread with about 10 or <laughs> guys. Yeah. Literally where it's 12 guys around the country talking in real time about the game. So I just figured. And, and one of them in Houston. And one of them in Houston, exactly. <laughs> Yeah. Was so that Ryan Bocross, perhaps? Yeah. 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 Oh, let's, wow. let's go. Let's go in chronological order. Um, San Francisco, uh, the number one seed in the NFC, hosted Minnesota, um, and twenty. I believe twenty seven ten was the final. Um, didn't didn't see much of it because I was out with clients. But what did you guys think of that game? Jimmy Garoppolo looked good, and obviously San Francisco's defense really shut down the Vikings. Yeah. Um, I'll jump out, Bill. Uh, Shanahan seems like he's got something good going on. John Lynch, the GM, um, just wow. Garoppolo, They're a young uh, squad, Todd. They're a young squad, young coaching de- staff and a young squad. Yeah. Their defense is so good. And, um, you know, Garoppolo is so good. Um, <laughs> I hate to be less descriptive, but God, they look really, really, really good. Um, just solid, consistent. They came out and scored quick. Um, actually they stopped Seattle. Then they scored. I'm not, not Seattle. I'm sorry. They stopped the Vikings and then um, scored quick. And then the Vikings, boom, had a long uh, touchdown pass, I believe. And, and it was 7-7. So um, when it was 7 nothing, I'm like, man, it's going to be a blow blowout. And uh, the Vikings came back. But in the end, um, they were the better team for sure. Um, I would not want to play San Francisco right now. Just just a solid team, Bill. Yeah, they got they got all those guys back on defense, right? Quan Alexander was back. Um Oh, I'm trying to think of the guy that came from the uh, – well, he's the guy that came from the box. And so they're healthy. And they had a they had a stretch where their defense wasn't all that. The defense is back. So, yeah, yeah they they shut down the the, uh, the Vikings. So they are going to be scary to play in San Francisco for either one of these teams, you know, that are um, wrapping up tonight. So, And, and I, I mentioned – I'm sorry, Bill, but I mentioned John Lynch because he said uh, – the interview, he said he built – this team kind of like the, the old Bucks team, that Bucks team that he yeah. played on. Yeah, or late 90s with uh, Tony Dungy, right? Yeah, they have a very solid, like, front four. Um, they start up front, and then they build build behind it. And, and you notice that. It's hard to run against them, and they put oh. a lot of pressure on the quarterback, right? Bosa, Bosa was a stud, man. He's healthy, and he's scary. Yeah. And he's, what, 20? Yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, so he was. A, I mean, Joey, I, seems, I Joey give, seems like a grizzled veteran down in, in uh, L.A. Yeah, exactly. Chargers and Shanahan gets the credit. He's the first coach with the flat bill hat. So I don't. He wears it well for sure. He wears he a wears flat bill. Well. Yeah, straight across, no bend. I'm like, okay, so that's where we're at with college football or pro football <laughs> coaches. We got our first straight bill, right? And it was, uh, and it was, it was fun also watching a uh, pregame. They had a. Um, a, a little uh, interview with Mike and um, Kyle's mom. I forget yeah. her name. And it's just kind of neat. And we're all getting old enough to – I Mrs. remember my dad. Miss, Mrs. Shanahan. Mrs. Shanahan. I remember watching my dad. He's like, oh, that's so-and-so's son. But to me, that was so-and-so, not the son. And now we're getting old enough to go, yeah, that's Mike yeah. Shanahan's boy. Yeah. Um, and they showed him at like 11, 8. He was the ball boy um, for San Francisco. He wore Deion Sanders jerseys to class that Deion gave to him because he's the ball boy. So – Anyway, it's it's a pretty cool story, but they're they're a tough team, man. San Francisco is tough. Shanahan was with Denver, obviously, but then he was also with the Redskins for a while, right? Yeah, 
Mike was, yeah. And Kyle was the um, offensive coordinator of the Falcons in some Super Bowl, which I don't want to bring up. So I'll <laughs> just keep moving on. Uh, but, he's, on. but he's moved on, so I'm glad. Speaking yeah. of one side story on the Vikings, um, offensive coordinator Kevin Stefanski rumored now to be the new coach of Cleveland, which is kind of interesting. That Not they, rumored. It, it, it happened. Confirmed. Official, okay. think, yeah. Yeah. Most of the day it was just kind of still, um, yeah. still pending. But um, kind of interesting. I think a lot of people here are – um, not surprised that Cleveland didn't go for um, Josh McDaniel, a proven winner. They go for a guy that gets gives get, gives gets ten points in the divisional game, and so they're thinking like, "Yep, typical Cleveland hiring." hiring no, I, a, I think um, I, I heard somebody talk about Stefanski today. Well, saying he's a leader. Ryan, he, yeah, he Rex Ryan was really excited about loves him. him. And yeah. I'm like, okay, that's that's got to make endorsement. Cleveland, yeah, Cleveland fans feel a little bit better. And, well, and so he, I, I like what Teddy Bruschi said about how he's really developed Alvin Cook and with the stable of running backs that Cleveland has, uh, you know, yeah. not only will be, he hopefully be very good for, for great, uh, for Baker Mayfield, yeah, but if absolutely. he can, you know, if he makes Baker Mayfield better, he's going to make Odell Beckham and, and Jarvis Landry better. Yep. And if he can, and if he can make those guys better then it, by, by default, Chubb has to become better. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. So team, go ahead, Bill. No, go ahead, Todd. The two funny things about that is um, apparently he lost out to the job last year to Freddie Kitchens. And, yes, he did. And I'm sure they're yeah. like, oh. But the funny thing is they kept showing him and the defensive coordinator for San Francisco. I, um, I'm, I'm, I can't remember his name. I don't know, Bill, if you know. But they were up for the job, both those guys, right? And bald it's guy. almost – yeah, bald, tall, really. Yeah. But it's almost like – Whoever lost will get the job because they want to hire a coach and move on. And yeah. uh, San Francisco won. But anyway, yeah, really, really unconventional how Cleveland's doing it because they're going to allow the coach to have more say in the GM versus usually it's the other way around. They hire a GM Good. first. Good. Coach needs coach needs players. Yeah. You know? So that's that's uh, that's critical. Yeah, totally agree, um, guys. Last night's game was was one of the better ones I've watched in a while. Uh, Tennessee goes into Baltimore, the number one seed. They go in as a six seed. They go in as a, as a road team. They go in as an underdog. And I think you, you – look, you can second guess all you want, but, the, you know, the fact is Baltimore sat their guys in the week 17. They sat them out last week, obviously, with the bye week. Um, call it rust. Call it uh, just getting punched in the mouth by a really physical team. Uh, Derrick Henry, I, I would not want to tackle him. If I had one tackle, uh, I'm not sure I would want to do it. Um, Three games in a row over 180. Yeah. 250 pounds and runs like a four five. Yeah. Mm. Oh yeah. my God. That's just crazy. Yeah. I, I said in our, in our text thread, but you know, when Fox goes to commercial and they show those like rope, those uh, yeah. like uh, robots, it, that's yeah. what, that's the way he runs when he busted out on that one, you know, and Todd, you were, you, you, you kept calling it, man. They were just running between the tackles mm-hmm. and it was a textbook. You know, we watched the Florida Gators keep running between the tackles and could not open holes. And Derrick Henry is a big dude, but he doesn't seem like he needs a big hole. And mm. two steps with his long body frame, he's he's past the linebackers. You no, know, he reminds me of Eric Dickerson. You know, the Ooh, way he wow. runs, right? Straight oh, up wow. and down, right? Yeah. Eddie George, thing. Eddie George and Robert Smith ran Remember same Robert Smith way. the Vikings? Ran that tall, like standing up sprinter style. Yeah. Robert Smith, the wow. guy that I had breakfast with over at the Heathrow uh, tournament. I don't know if I told you guys that. Oh, cool. I had breakfast. I think you, you might have. You might it was have great. Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. super nice. Yeah. We talked about uh, Columbus a little bit. So it was great. What was the story of that game, guys? Did, did Tennessee win that game or did Baltimore lose that game? 
Bill, uh, I'll, let me jump in, All right. which is the theme of the night so far. So I think, I think, um, what's Baltimore? They were 13 and three, 14 and two, 14, and two, an amazing season. Right. But I just think I just felt ten, Tennessee was coming on, right. They were just coming on, coming on, getting better every week. And it's, Nothing against Baltimore. I just think they ran into the proverbial buzzsaw of a team that's, after all these weeks together, are clicking. And they found a quarterback who's a lunch pail, hard hat guy who Sean likes to remind us, rightfully so, played wide receiver in college, right? And he's just finding a way. And they got a uh, running back in Henry that's just hard to stop. Um, I think it's just the, 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 the classic sports momentum. Um, peaking at the right time. Sure, if you're a Baltimore fan and if you're a Raven, you, you, you're a little upset, but I just think they ran into the wrong team at, at the wrong time. And uh, Tennessee is just legit for real right now. What do you think, yeah. Bill? Um, some key drop passes early in the game, like four or five drop passes, and like felt like the first quarter really, really mm-hmm. hurt Lamar, maybe in his confidence. But I'm going to tell you, man, uh, it's like watching the 07 Giants or the 2011 Giants. Remember, those teams weren't didn't do anything in the regular season. Right, they got they got into the playoffs and they just had it together. They knew what they were doing, and, and they and, had a serviceable quarterback who doesn't make mistakes. Right, I mean, Tanner only threw for 88 yards and 47 were on that one play. He doesn't. Uh, it's weird. It's the weirdest thing. If Henry's going to run like that, and Tannehill's going to run like he runs because he, you know, made a couple of key, you know, uh, first downs as well by by sneaking out of the pocket. So. I don't know. I, their defense is super. I didn't realize their defense was that good. They're so good. Oh it's Vrabel, Vrabel's defense, right? And, the, and that I mean, offensive yeah. line. You know, it's funny. I, I kept. I heard multiple people talking about the, this run zone that they that they run, where basically it's not. It's not like a, a three-two, right? Or, you know, like a thirty-two dive, where you know he's got to go to the two hole or the three gap. It's specific. You got to run here. You see it all the time, where a running back just runs into the line. Like, why are you doing that? Because that's where the coach told you to run, you know. Right. But, you don't read with, the hole. Yeah. With Henry, he gets like that's why even when they when they when he does go outside the tackles, he's just reading what the guy what the linemen are doing, and he goes, okay, that's my gap. Boom, and he goes. So it's it's not designed. It's designed to go left or right. But he gets to pick the hole, and then he never met, never never hit, never like screws that up. It's cool. No one hits it. No one hits it harder. And yeah. what's crazy is is it kind of reminds you ironically of maybe the. Is it 2000 Ravens mm. with uh, 2001 maybe? With Ray Rice. Yeah. Um, no, no, no. With uh, who's the quarterback? Um, oh, uh, Flacco. Trent yeah. Dilfer. No, no, no. Dilfer. Dilfer. Yeah. <laughs> That's quote unquote serviceable quarterback with a great. There's another defense, a manager, right? game manager. Yeah. But I think Tannehill's a little bit more. He's got that that X factor of he doesn't want to be hit because, as you said, John, he's a receiver. Um, I, I would love to see everyone kind of give uh like layoff Lamar Jackson you know yes he's 0-2 in the playoffs but he's he's going to be good um and I'm sick of labeling him as a running quarterback he's a quarterback in the NFL he's got a great arm oh my god like I hate I hate that although although it was pretty ducky last night it was not not a lot of spirals it's weird I don't think he throws a lot of spirals but he he'll do the Patrick Mahomes like angle he'll be he'll be fine they just ran into a buzzsaw. That's that's my take. You know, just it. it was interesting how they every fourth down they tried this year they got until those two, and it was so <laughs> obvious that Jackson was and both of those plays, yeah. especially the second one where he hesitated and went the other way yeah. and lost that's yards. Not um, good. It, you know, it was just a. Uh, I can't. 
You want me to stop calling Lamar Jackson the next Kirk Cousins? Is that what you're telling me, Todd? Because no, Cousins never won on Monday night. Remember the whole thing? And now we got Lamar Jackson, who's had like two stinkers back to back in the playoffs. Yeah. But but it is but it is a process, right? I yes. mean, for most for most quarterbacks, it is unless a you're Patrick Mahomes. Look, I don't. I, I want to talk about one you wake thing. Wake up and you're good, right? Yeah. I don't know who. Um, I don't know who called the play, whether it was Vrabel or his offensive coordinator, but the jump pass. Uh, the the Tannehill going in motion, and then did you see like when um, when Derrick Henry called for the snap, he did like a motorcycle move. Yeah, that's like, weird. Up his hand and, and then got the snap, and then did the jump pass. So it almost made it look like I'm going to rev it up and I'm going to get the ball. And I don't know if that was part of the play or if that was just him being him. Um, but it was just absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Um, you know. It's, hey, it's, Bill, Bill, what was your tweet that Sean uh, encouraged you? <laughs> Uh, yeah, that it went, it, almost until the end of the game that uh, Henry had more touchdown passes and Tannehill had more rushing touchdown or touchdowns than, <laughs> than, than Lamar. But uh, right, uh, so just a great a great call. And you know, uh, this this Vrabel team look Vrabel played for years under Belichick. He won Super Bowls yep. under Belichick. Yep. He's he's kind of coaching and building the team in that mold. The and, coaching tree, right? The coaching yeah, and, and there's not a whole lot of of Belichick. Um, uh, disciples that have made it this far and, and done this well, but listen, let's go back on. Uh, oh, okay. Fifth, one, fifth one or sixth week of the fifth or sixth week of the season, yeah. and there's a lot of tw- a lot of tit- Titans fans saying, "Fire Vrabel, this guy's a bum." Um, you know. Do you know what he said in the summer before the season started? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. What did he say? Well, if he went, if they win the Super Bowl, he'll cut his no, dick off. Not that he says, "I'd cut my dick off to win the Super Bowl." Oh, I, yeah. I he's not, he doesn't okay. have to cut it off. That's much win. different. That's much <laughs> different, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Okay. He's I just smart. Saw, he's I smart saw the conversation going around Twitter on the, uh, you know, and and it's funny because then the players walking in the locker room and stuff were were saying stuff to him. So look, they got they got a tough road to hoe. Let's let's get to that that game. Their their opponent will be Kansas City. Had to hit the cough button there. With your, That's all right. Um, you're good. You're Todd's good. Todd's comment. <laughs> KC played. KC played Houston uh, today. Hosted Houston and wow. Uh, Andy Reid has not had a lot of success in the playoffs. Uh, he's he's lost many times as the uh, favorite. And I guys, I, I didn't see a single snap of it. Haven't even seen a highlight of it yet. So I'm gonna let you guys uh, kind of navigate as I as I go grab another beer. But I I know it it um it got ugly early, didn't it? All I did was listen, right, Todd? Because I. I, I was driving, so I left just as the kickoff started, and it kept me. Uh, it was wonderful company all the way across uh, the state. Isn't that the beauty of sports and maybe oh, serious? I don't know man. if you have serious radio. I do. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I didn't go to the hometown. I stayed with the uh, NFL. Okay. Know, okay. I, I didn't. I did. I get kind of weirded out with the uh, home. Although it would have been fun to go back and forth when they were up, right? Well, who do you choose? That's the problem. <laughs> yeah, I know. And I don't like. I, I hate the Chiefs, so I wasn't going to listen to their broadcast. And I'm like, I'll, I'll just listen to national. So, Sean, just to start it off, and, and, and Bill listened to it. I watched um, a good, good portion of it. Houston just came out gangbusters, right? Everything went well. Um, I think – They blocked a our, punt for a touchdown, right? Well, first they, they had a drive. They, they got the kickoff and yeah. drove down easily. And they did a long pass, long yeah. pass for a touchdown. They were doing everything right. Long story short, they're, they're up 24 nothing. Um, and then all of a sudden, um, Ken C started chipping away and, and the two, actually, I, I got ahead of myself. They're up 21, nothing. The two controversial calls for the Texans, which their fans are, 
livid about now, even though they lost 51-31, <laughs> was there up 21 nothing? It was fourth and one deep in 12-yard line. The, yeah, the 12-yard line of the Chiefs, yeah. and, they, and they elected to kick the field goal. And everyone's like, go for the throat, go for the throat. So they're up 24 nothing. Uh, Chiefs respond in a good way, 24-7. Well, they, they respond with a 52-yard kickoff return. They were in Texas. Oh, yeah, yeah, big return. Yeah. Two-play drive. It Two took, about, took about 20 seconds. They're, they get their first score. Correct, correct, Bill. And here's where um, I think at, <laughs> at first I, I was had an opinion, then seeing the result of another, and I'll, I'll expand. Um, it was fourth down and four. Yep, at the third. They elect. On their 33, their 33, not the opponents, yeah. and and they do a fake field goal. They they snap to the up back. He has one man to beat. In all fairness, he almost beat him, but he didn't. Yeah, he did. um, and it's loss of uh, – Oh, that was Houston fake to field goal. Yeah. No, no fake to punt. punt on their own 33. On their own 33. Uh, okay. Think about that. Think about deep in territory there. So, so they, they didn't go for the kill inside the 10, yeah. but they did – did on the other end of the field, and then they they end up scoring. The they score in another two or three plays, so that's it, fourteen points in this less than a minute of game time. And it was like forty unanswered points, right? And then, <laughs> yeah, and, and, then, and then there's the kickoff after that touchdown that's bobbled, fumbled, and recovered at the five yard line by the Chiefs. Twenty one oh, nothing. One crowd's going away. crazy at this point. Three to oh, it's going. It's insanity. It's so, so and. It went from twenty-one nothing to twenty-eight twenty-four in favor of the Chiefs at half, right? In in three minutes of game time. Yeah, it was so quick. <laughs> it was so, unbelievable. <laughs> so so the Houston fan went from oh my god we're gonna win to what the hell well, just happened? Every better in the world that got the ten points. I'm up thirty-four nothing. This is a piece of cake. <laughs> you know, with, with all love, Chiefs check, uh, check Ryan Bowcross's timeline. Oh man, um, I can't. Even. And I, I don't blame him. But anyway, the the thing is is when they faked the punt, I was like, God, that's so desperate. Why do you do that? It failed. And then when I see the result, now I understand why he faked the punt. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Maybe he knew. Maybe he yep. knew. Yep. I've got to do something else. We're going to lose this game. we got to keep his ass off the field. He yeah. knew. He knew yeah. that Mahomes was hot after that t- the drive. And Mahomes and, and, and It looked like Kelsey just was dominating, right? Oh, I mean, he had three yeah. of the touchdowns. They had, they had no answer for him. And, you know, and very few teams do. Right, yeah, he's he, he and the Kittle are the new Gronk, right? I mean, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. They get separation, and, they get speed, they got strength. Yeah, big guys. And I don't care if you're up twenty-four nothing. If you lose fifty-one thirty-one, you, you lost, right? I mean, yeah, <laughs> it, it was gonna, it was preordained. It was gonna twenty-one happen. nothing. I keep saying twenty-four. It's twenty-one nothing. But yes, I I get it. So yeah, yeah. Mm. wow, it was such a game. It was it was the strangest, first, certainly first half. Um, I've seen in a while, Bill. Would you agree? Like listening to it? Oh it so my crazy. God! Yeah, it, it, um, I, it wasn't Kevin Harlan. It was another Kevin. Uh, Kevin, he was really good. He was just—it was a great. He was a great radio announcer, and I love. I mean, I, as a kid listening to Jerry Coleman do Padre games and Dave Campbell. That's how I learned all all I know about baseball. Was right. listening to these guys describe it right because they just knew so much about it, and uh, I dig, you know, uh, uninterrupted where it's very quiet for me, just listening to a ball game. I love it. So, yeah. I'm looking up Kevin because I know who you're talking about. Yeah, he's really good. He was with Trent, not Dilfer, uh, Trent uh, Green was his. Uh, oh, he's a quarterback for the uh, Rams. He was, Trent. When Kurt Warner, he got hurt and Kurt Warner took over him, right? Yeah. For him. Yeah, he, Trent, then he, yeah. He, he, he was getting signed by the uh, Chiefs for a while too. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So it wasn't Kevin Harlan. That's all. No, that's yeah, Harlan's doing the game tonight. He's got okay. this game, but uh, yeah, he was great. So well, tonight obviously you're you're looking at the uh, Packers and Seahawks. It was kind of an ugly game early. Packers jump out to a, a big lead. Um, Seahawks have battled back, but we are currently at the two minute warning. Um, Packers with the ball, trying to run out the clock. Um, Seattle needs the ball back and a chance to win. They 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 did score a touchdown late and went for two to try and get within a field goal. Uh, that was unsuccessful. Russell uh, Wilson got sacked. Yes. So, uh, guys, we're setting up um, right now. We know the AFC is going to be Tennessee going to Kansas City. Um, we have a very very good offensive team against a very very uh, disciplined defensive team um, with with an offense that can run some clock. Who won in Kansas City earlier this year? Yep, it's and one beat the Chiefs, and one in, in New England. And one in Baltimore. in Baltimore. Oh man! So I don't think they go in there afraid. I think, like no. you said, I think I'm not sure which one you just said it, but you know they're peaking. They're, you know, it's not how you start the season; it's how you finish the season. Uh, you know, once again, those Giants teams are a perfect example. Eli, well, while I kept, I know in a couple of the games in that playoff run, he threw for over 300. Um, it was a very serviceable team with a great defense, right? Right. In both cases, and I think not, I think Titans. I wouldn't bet against Titans. Uh, what do you I would, this, what's I would your guess on the spread? Uh, what, what will it open at? We don't know yet. But what will it open at? Uh, seven. So at it's least. in Kansas City, right? Yeah, it's in uh, KC. I'd say maybe oh, seven. There, oh, there's the spread. What do you say, Sean? I say seven. It's seven and a half. Wow. The, the kid keeps on keeping on. Does that? I think that. I think that. Man, I think that's gonna. What? 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 what how will that move? Will that go up or down? Where's the money going to go at seven? You think because of this Chiefs domination today that the, a lot of people will take the Chiefs and lay the points? I'd be shocked if it, if it gets under seven at any point. I think it'll stay about the same anywhere yeah. from seven to ten, but I think about seven and a half is about right. Yeah, so I, I, I guess think, the I think over under I think is at uh, 48, Todd? Oh, no. 52. I'm sorry. Uh, over under. Oh, Bill wins this one, 52 and a half. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I would think 50s for sure. And then obviously I think San Francisco is a favorite. Uh, this game's not done yet, so the line will be posted while we're still on the air probably. But I'm going to guess they're a uh, uh, five-point favorite over Seattle and a seven-point favorite over Green Bay. Yeah, no line yet as you, as you predicted, but I would yeah. agree. Something, something along those lines. Yeah, Todd, you're probably more in tune with this. How how bad were the Packers when they when the Niners thrashed them this year? What happened there? So, Aaron Rodgers had a great quote today. He goes, "Gosh, I've never been 13 and three and more under the radar," Mm. which is which is, and you know, Aaron Rodgers like that just makes him thrive, right? (laughs) I'm 13 and three, get no respect, Um, but he likes to be under the radar. So, yeah, um, certainly San Francisco. San Fran killed them, but it was one game, right? They they went thirteen three. Um, this would be a, a separate entity amongst itself, so it's all good. Aaron Aaron Rodgers, um, you know, I've, I've publicly said my he's short. He's short, by the way. Sorry, my my, my favorite for for um, my favorite. To, you know, I'm not a fan of his, but I, they should they constantly in this game have been showing like the behind the behind the play views. So you can see up the field. I've never seen a quarterback throw more off the back of his feet than Aaron Rodgers. He's always falling backwards as he kind of just sidearms and rifles it into the short receivers. It's unbelievable um, how he's so non-textbook on his short throws and so textbook on his long throws. It's unbelievable. 
Hey, you know, I watched, uh, I can't remember who it was yesterday. It was an, someone, same size thing, Sean, falling back and threw a ball like 39 or 40 yards in the air. Hmm. It was like, and it looked, he just flicked it like effortlessly. And I, I looked at Cindy and I go, do you know that right now I cannot go out there and throw a football as hard as I can and get it probably 40 yards. <laughs> right. <laughs> and he just, he, and he yeah. just like tossed it and it was a 40 yard pass. Yeah. You know, they always talked about, you know, Jamarcus Russell had an arm and, and major Harris, they said you could throw it 75, almost 70 yards from his knees. Uh, wow. Just, just with the torque of his arm, you know, unbelievable. just unbelievable. Unbelievable. So, uh, guys, it's been, been a good playoff, right? I think we're excited, and, and hopefully next week's game, so both will be on Sunday. Uh, my guess is uh, because San Francisco is hosting one and Kansas City is hosting the other, Kansas City will be the first game. Yeah, that makes uh, sense. And San Francisco. Yeah, they're at 3.05, and the next is at 6.40. Sean, real quick, if Green Bay prevails, which I'm really hoping, um, Aaron Rodgers has that chip on his shoulder that San Francisco passed on him and took um, – Help me, Bill. Alex, uh, you're Alex Smith. Alex Smith. Oh, Alex Smith out of Utah. And Aaron went 25th to the Packers. So you don't think – and he's a California boy, Aaron Rodgers. Well, you don't, well, what happened you don't on the think first he's going to use that? What happened on the first game? Hey, it's only <laughs> as good as today, right, Bill? You're only as good as today. So, anyway. Well, and remember, uh, Aaron, I believe the three losses, two were in, were in California, right? Because they, they got killed by the Rams. Yeah. Yep. Um, in that, in that mm-hmm. one game earlier. So – Ooh, first down. Call stands. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Sorry. That's Sorry. all right. I'm, I'm delayed here because I'm yeah. you know, watching on satellite. But um, the, the call looked to be way farther forward than uh, – Well, call stands. Yeah. But, so. yeah. I, I, I am on record. If you listen, I'm like, he's short. I can't well, believe – Why are they so. back under the hood again? Uh-oh. Someone just went back under the hood for something. Who knows? His helmet's down on the line there. So is helmet down or is helmet not considered down? I don't know. It's where the ball is, I would think. Yeah, but, but his helmet cool. down. We know we know arm and leg are down, but this helmet count is being down. <laughs> Who knows? That's All right, crazy. here we go. All right. All right, let's move on. Let's uh let's talk college hoops really quick. Uh just 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 want to go around the um the, the main conferences and just kind of give a little update. Uh ACC right now, Duke uh is is in first with uh Florida State and Louisville close behind, but a big a big first time thing happened in the ACC yesterday. Uh, Clemson. Clemson. Oh, man. Clemson goes into North Carolina and beats North Carolina for the first time, guys, in 60 games. <laughs> they were 0-59 at that's the Dean awesome. Dome. That's um, awesome. And that's like I, 30 I guess, years, I, right? 30 yeah, years? I guess, it's, I guess it's in Chapel Hill because the Dean Dome hadn't been around for, for that many years. I mean, they've only played there, you know, 59 times is 59 years, right? Because they only play every other year versus their opponent. Um, do, you know, um, uh, I'm drawing a blank on his name, the coach. Um, uh, Bill Bob Lumman. No. Uh, no. Are you talking uh, about for Roy, Clemson? Roy Williams. Roy Williams. Right? Roy Williams. Oh, I thought for Clemson. No, Roy, Roy, Roy Williams came, yeah. come out and said he should be fired for his bad of coaching. Oh. He, wow. He, wow. He's looking a for a buyout. Co- a good coach. <laughs> a, a good coach um, uh, who is uh, – being hard on himself, he says, you know, he forgot to tell the guys to foul when they were up by three um, with three seconds to go. Clemson hits a three-pointer to send it to overtime, wins by three. Uh, big 12, Baylor with a big win at Kansas, one of their first wins in Fog Allen Fieldhouse. Um, they will probably slide up to number two in the country. I don't think they'll move them up over Gonzaga. Um, right. 
Duke, but they, but they're they'll be easily three in the country, if not higher. Um, strangely, TCU unranked TCU is in second place in the Big Twelve, uh, and then Kansas um, stays in second place there uh, behind Baylor. In the Big Ten, Michigan State got throttled today by Purdue, but they're still in first. How good is Michigan State? I almost texted you all, you all. It was like a thirty-point loss. Are they? I thought they were legit this year. Or no, what's well, going they, on? They are. I mean, they're 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 still leading. The, that was their first loss in the in conference. Okay, they're, I believe number four or five in the country. So um, fluky, fluky just, loss. Just huh? just one of those games that when the other team gets up on you, you know, like we've seen Todd in the years past where Kentucky goes into a LSU and gets beat by twenty, or you know, just and they're still great. Everything, yeah. yeah, everything starts happening. Um, but the surprising story in the Big Ten is OSU, who was as high as number two in the country, they've lost four in a row. They're, they're in last place in the Big Ten. Um, they, they lose at home on a, on a kind of a upset to Wisconsin. They lose to Maryland. They lose to uh, – uh, who they just lose to? They just lost to um, – uh, they lost to Maryland, and then they lost to um, Minnesota. I mean, it's just unbelievable just the role they're on uh, losing games. Oh, they lost to Indiana. Um, who now is surprising at the other end. And then the SEC, uh, three-way tie, undefeated, Auburn, Kentucky, and LSU. But Auburn, guys, number four in the country, they're undefeated, as is Bill. Who else is undefeated? The Mountain West Conference leading San Diego State Aztecs. Fight on, ye fighting Aztec men. I yes. mean, 17-0, 6-0 in conference. Oh, my God. Pretty impressive. I, I guess they got three kids. It's not just Kawhi. Remember the year they had Kawhi, they were really good as well. Uh, made, it wasn't Sweet 16, but it, they they won a game or something in the tournament. But this team is for real, ranked seventh in the country. Dude, Bill, you're a fan. I bet if I went around to a hundred people in sports bars and I said, "Where did Kawhi Leonard go to college?" I bet maybe four get it. You're probably right. Yeah, maybe I four. mean, yeah, I saw Kawhi play one game. I was uh, he played against Las Vegas because um, uh, I was there. I can't remember why I was there, but it was a Mountain West game in San Diego. Uh, yeah, so. Um, yeah. San Diego State. That's yeah, that's awesome. awesome. So we'll see. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's there's no um there's no, the Indiana Hoosiers don't pop champagne when a team loses. Um as the last <laughs> team to That's to, right, they don't, do they? They don't. Um, <laughs> good, good for them. Hard to believe though, nineteen seventy six, last time a team went undefeated. Wow. Uh, we we, wow. we almost saw it happen with Kentucky. Um I was there at the final four when they lost yeah. to Wisconsin. Can I, can I share a basketball story? I think it was nineteen seventy six at the Oscars. Did you know the story? I think it was Elliot Gould goes up there's an award and someone said the winner is and and he goes indiana 86 68 or something like <laughs> that he said the score of a game and it might have been back then the oscars might have been on a monday i think it was like the national championship game the year they wow. were undefeated he, he announced the winning score <laughs> when someone said and the winner is and he said indiana and he, that's like, cool <clears throat> yeah it was very cool anyways that's neat that's a that's a good story you know it's funny bill um when uh when dad died uh, Ohio State was not very good, but Indiana was like number one or two in the country. And um, the night before the funeral, uh, as I was writing my eulogy, mm. Ohio State upset Indiana that, that day. Mm. And I remember I said in my eulogy, I said, we know dad made it to heaven because he he called in a favor. <laughs> <laughs> his, Buckeyes, his Buckeyes beat Indiana. So That's uh, awesome, Sean. Yeah. That's good. Um, NBA, uh, haven't, haven't watched much. All I know is um, Milwaukee's leading the – East and LA Lakers leading the West. Some surprises though. Uh, Todd, our Billy Donovan, uh, former Gator coach, uh, has the Thunder in seventh place and mm. currently out of the playoffs right now. Portland Trailblazers and San Antonio Spurs right now, not in the top eight. Mm. So 
saw speculation from, I forget who it was, maybe Seth Greenberg on ESPN. They were asking all the basketball players for like, what's their random call of the year? Like what's, what's the strange thing that might happen that, you know, might not. Um, Seth Greenberg said, Bill Self will be coaching the San Antonio Spurs this year. Wow. Which I, thought, I, wow. I just want to say it on this, you know, sounds crazy, but Pop, you know, uh, stepping down and Self leaving Kansas, not sure that that was just a, you know, mark that down as a big call uh, if, if Seth Greenberg gets that one right. Sean, I was distracted. Billy, um, them in seventh, is a good thing or a bad thing? Because I know they're – like, it's a good thing with a rebuilding year. With, right, right. Um, okay. You know, okay. Yeah. Um, I Chris agree. Paul, Chris Paul's been playing good. Um, you know, just, just pretty impressive to see what they're doing and yeah. you know, just persevering. But guys, I, I can't get enough on the highlights of um, the kid out of Luka Doncic. I mean, Oh my just, God. I love him. 20, <laughs> 77 with Dallas, right? Oh my God. He's good. Good. To, it's good to watch. He, you know, I mean, you look at the numbers of his triple doubles and who he has more triple doubles than at his age. Um, and who he has more triple doubles than in their history as a player is just unbelievable. And he's just one of those guys that, you know, much like probably all the way down to junior high level, but at junior high and senior high level where you're so much better than the other players on the court, it's, you know, you're just hearing coaches say, look, we're just going to give him his 35 and just try and stop the other guys from scoring 35 too. (laughs) Right. Let him go. Hey, uh, who can rattle off the uh, Golden State Warriors record? Right now? Uh, right now. I'll say they've won – have they won seven games? Uh, nine. Nine and nine. 32. Nine. Nine, and 32. Nine, nine and 32. This team won 72 games. 73 were, games. They were blowing out the Clippers the other night, and they, yeah. and they, gave, up the, they gave up like a 20-point lead in the fourth or something like that. Unbelievable. That's just so – that's crazy. Oh, yeah. Okay. Wow, that's a good good stat, um, Bill. Let's talk hockey really quick. Um, your team is not in first. Let me just go through the, the, the <laughs> division leaders: um, Boston, Washington, St. Louis, Calgary. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about second place in the Atlantic. Yeah, Tampa Bay Lightning just won uh, their tenth straight game, sec- two, second shot out in a row. They are ten and zero in their last ten. I love that little section when you look at the standings. Right, last, last 10, ten games wins ten and zero. <laughs> Yes, they tied their uh, longest winning streak. Uh, I think that tied their longest uh, winning streak ever. And it's yeah, fun. I mean, uh, Columbus I, had a Columbus. I think had a thirteen game winning streak a couple of years ago. Yeah, that was fun. that's right. I remember uh, there was. I mean, I remember looking at the standings. They had thirty eight points. They were in like ninth or tenth place in the uh, conference. They were not in the playoffs. You know, but a long time, long ways to go. They're now at fifty eight points. Now the Bruins have sixty five. They're they're having a great year, kind of yeah. like uh, the, the Lightning did last year. So, uh, yeah, it was well, Bill, it's let, been let, fun to watch. Let me point out the juxtaposition of two uh, kind of cliches you hear in sports all the time. Uh, number one, point differential um, could yeah. be overrated, and number two is stats are stupid. Right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> here's a. I just said the division leaders: Boston, Washington, St. Louis, and and Calgary. Right. Todd, listen to this. Boston, point differential, plus 35 goals. Washington, point differential, plus 26 goals. St. Louis, plus 24 goals. Calgary, minus eight goals. And they're, wow. and they're in first place. First place <laughs> in the Pacific. And they're minus eight in goals. Is that crazy? I mean, that's a ton of like two-to-one games. When they're bad, they're really bad. And when they're good, they're really good. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's like the old golf adage. It's not how. 
That's how many, right? Yeah. Exactly. And nobody puts a picture on the scorecard. Right. <laughs> Todd, hit me up on some EPL really quick. I, I believe I, I believe a bet was made earlier today between somebody. So uh, next week, it's either Saturday or Sunday at 1130. I'm not sure. <laughs> In Bill's case, I hope it's Sunday because he'd be golfing. Um, <laughs> Liverpool and wow. Manchester United face off. And Bill bet a beer and I gladly accepted um, but I, I get a goal and a half, right? You just bet a beer. We can negotiate. <laughs> so the the, the, uh, the the hits keep on coming for Liverpool. They're 15 wow. points ahead with a game in hand. So they're 15, game, 15 points ahead playing one less game than everyone else because of their European uh, tournament schedule. They had to postpone one game. They have one, um, draw. They have one draw so far this year. So they're so in the calendar year they're they're undefeated. They have one draw to who, Bill? Do you do you remember who, who they had a draw with? Um, some you. some little club called Manchester United. Yeah, <laughs> makes makes this next week so good. So what what's fun? And we've talked about this before. What's fun about uh, EPL is Watford had a had a huge game today. Um, not versus Aston Villa. I'm, I'm I'm drawing a blank who they played, but it was a. Uh, they're both in the relegation zone, um, and Watford end up winning three uh, nothing, which cleared them um, ahead. Uh, they're playing Bournemouth, so Watford Bournemouth. They were 18 and 19th respectfully, and now um, Watford is safe out of the rele- relegation zone, and Bournemouth is is uh, clear. So. Sean, I'm not um, – I'm sorry, Bournemouth is in the relegation zone. Sean, I'm not sure what you just tried to show me. I was just showing Kevin Burkhart is the – Ah, that's who it was. Yeah, he was, was great. Sorry. He was driving me crazy. Yeah. So, Todd, what – Um, there was a uh, – there was a, something else happened this week with uh, – not Messi or one of those guys, but I thought something else happened that was um, noteworthy. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm a week or so behind. No, perhaps. I'm just uh, – if yeah. you gave me a clue, I may help you. No, I, I just thought there was something that went across the bottom of the screen that either a, a signing or, or something. I'm not, not sure. Maybe, I'm, like I said, sometimes in the mornings when I'm on the, the treadmill or the elliptical, I see, you know, a story go across and I try and look up again and I, I forget which TV I was looking at, you know, to, to see. I got it. you. Yeah. So, hey, Todd, uh, Christian is a policey with uh, Chelsea. Yeah. With Chelsea. With yep. Chelsea. Did you, so I was watching, um, I was watching the uh, uh, Tottenham Liverpool game this week. Yep. Uh, and he came on, the, he did that after the game, after the match, he did this little breakdown of a goal he scored. Did you see that breakdown? It was really interesting to watch. This kid's 20? Is he 20? He's 20, just 21. Just 21. He's American, right? Yeah. And yeah. It's, a, it's a series they have on YouTube if you do uh, uh, NBCSN um, EPL. So the, uh, him and Graham, I forget his name, but he's a guy who announces games. Yeah, he's a former former ball uh, EPL uh, yeah. footballer, and so Kristen Pulisic had a dream game. He had they called the ultimate hat trick. He had a goal with his left foot, goal with his right foot, and the goal with his head, <laughs> which is kind of like the perfect ending, right, Bill? Right. In, yeah. Yeah. In baseball. It's like uh, it's like the um the two the two hockey players that have scored all five ways in in one game. Oh, right, right, right. And um, they just did a little half hour special and they broke down his mind, his process, and his, yeah, on each shot. You know, I mean, he was 
even talked about it. He goes, I think I did this with my foot. I did this little. And they replayed. He did exactly. exactly. It was pretty impressive. Yeah. He goes, again, but, when guys are reaching out, trying to block it, there's a lot of space between their legs. And <laughs> when he said that, that blew my mind. I'm like, he intentionally wow, kicked wow, it between yeah. the guy's legs. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So, again, um, he's a young U.S. United States uh, men's national team footballer playing in England, yeah. getting great experience. I'd love for him to play more for Chelsea. He doesn't get a lot of playing time, but mm. he takes advantage when he gets on there. And hopefully it translates to uh, – United States World Cup yeah, in, in a couple of years. Good. So, yeah. All right. That might be a record EPL, Sean. Yes, that was a good, good record EPL. Record, record EPL <laughs> talk. Correction. I got more. No, I'm kidding. So. Mario Lemieux, only one player in history, has wow. achieved a five-goal game by scoring in five different ways. One, wow. two, the one, two, three, four, five holes, you mean like that, nope. that way? Nope. Five different ways. Even-handed. Oh. Even strength. Power play. Short-handed. Penalty shot. An empty net. That doesn't surprise me only one. I mean, that's a lot going on, right? I, I'd be impressed well, with five goals in the know, game. I'd be impressed with each Dang, corner man. and a five hole. That'd be awesome. Right? Wow. Yeah. Think about that. He scored wow. even handed or even strength, power play, short handed, penalty shot goal, and an empty net goal. <laughs> and I saw Pecorina had a, a, a goalie goal the other night, oh, right? Nice. Clearing it out from the other end. All right, guys, last thing to talk about. Uh, let's talk college football. We're one game away. We've got David Seaver and Brent. We've got their picks on the on paper. We're going to get our picks tonight. Um, been a, I'm not a big fan of this two-week gap. Uh, got to be honest, it just, it's got to be one week, right, Todd? I mean, um, if you're going to play the games before New Year's Eve, uh, you know, there's got to be, you know, and once again, we might see some rust among these players uh, tomorrow, and it could be, devastating for one of the teams if they come out rusty because with these two quarterbacks and, and, and teams, you know, we've seen it in the playoffs, you know, you could be down 14 uh, in a blink, but I think with both these teams um, that's probably not going to scare them. Ohio, Ohio state was had a big lead on, on, um, on Clemson and Clemson came back and won and LSU, you know, yet this year has been down. So we'll see if they could react when they're down, you know, maybe a quick 14. Um, I don't think either team, gives up. I think both coaches are, you know, saying the right things. Uh, just your thoughts on what we hope to see tomorrow, Todd. I've lost a little interest, but I'll gain it back at five o'clock tomorrow. So <laughs> it's college football, right? So, um, gosh, uh, without getting into the game, I'm just kind of tired of Dabo. Just <laughs> wah, wah, wah. He's complaining that the game is in New Orleans and that's home field advantage. I'm like, this is predetermined, man. This is crazy. Right. And I loved Coach O's response. He's like, he's a master of motivational tools, um, which he is. So, hey, if Dabo needs that to get his boys fired up, maybe, maybe there's more to worry about. But I get it. He's just being a coach. But. Leading up the game, that, like, is just tired. And that's why I don't like having two weeks off. I mean, there's more opportunities for tired stories. Everyone wants to play. Let's go, right? Let's go. Yep. And, and Todd, the only thing I'll say is um, this will sound weird when I say it. I'm glad Florida's not in it because when it's your team, you're watching every one of those stories. You're watching every, oh. every one of the uh, let's let's check our second deep on the on the punter roster. Who's our right. who's our backup deep deep snapper? 
Um, you know, We'd gladly be there, but it'd be exhausting, right? Exactly. Exhausting. Yeah. 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 Bill, your thoughts just on, just on heading into the game. Yeah. I'll, I'll second that Dabo uh, done with Dabo hashtag. Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> shucks, you know, all shucks and just all shucks and you know, whatever. We're just, you know, what, we're just little town. We're just little school and little town. Blah, blah, Undefeated blah, team that won the national last year. I'm just tired. Of shucks, it. Yeah. I yeah. And sure. so I can't even imagine Clemson getting three out of the last four headed into the 2020s and he's the new whatever. And Oh man. Yeah. So I'll, I'll go with the other hick. I'll go with Ogeron. <laughs> and now that I've got his voice going uh, as well. Um, but yeah, so look, uh, that, that I, I'm, I'm really looking forward to getting tomorrow night. It's going to be super excited about it. Two fantastic quarterbacks got to be number one this year, number one next year. I just don't see mm. anything different from that. Right. Um, got to be great games. Got to be yeah, well, game. well, Burrow's gone, so he he won't be next year. That's what I mean. One this year. He's going to go one this year. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And Trevor's going to go number one next year. Yeah. Unless Dabo talks him into unless, unless Kyle Trask. Unless Kyle Trask comes out. Get out. Nice try. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like so it. Funny. Um, did you see the uh, New Orleans Zoo got a new baby giraffe and they're trying to get it named and and the, the name that's winning right now is Ed or Giraffe. Oh, <laughs> nice. I like that- it. Should win. That should win. Not yes. winning. Yes, yeah. exactly. Um, guys, I you know, it's one of those games that that you know, right now on Sunday night, we hope is is like the Clemson uh, Alabama game two years ago, like a 45-42, you know, sling it back and forth, uh, throw it all over the field with amazing plays and you know, a pick here and a, a fumble there. But um, it also could be one of those, you know, 17-14, like what the hell happened, you know. But I just don't see that happening. I, it, it's on turf. It's indoors. So there's no weather involved. Um, don't fool yourself. Clemson's going to have a loud contingency, contingency there. But all the neutral parties and the you know I, I'd love to get a feel for what the what the tickets are going for uh, down there in New Orleans. Um, look, it should be fun. Uh, our, our our guest pickers, David and Brent, both picked high scoring games. Uh, I don't think that's going to change. I think you guys are probably both going to pick high scoring games because that's what we expect and what we've seen um at some point in time these defenses you know got to step up but you know it's just they're just proving that the coaching staffs are pretty solid a lot of pressure on Brent Venables and uh Dave Aranda with um with with LSU to you know all it all it might take in this game is that one break serve right Bill I mean it's I mean from a tennis analogy you know you get you get Rafa and Roger or you get Djokovic and Roger and all it is is just that one, you know, it's a six, five, six, five, seven, 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 six. I mean, it's, it's that, you know. Yeah. I like the tennis analogy. It's good. Um, especially with the, uh, the, the Australian open in danger of being postponed or canceled. Oh, I didn't <laughs> think of that. Yeah. Cause so, of the fires. Yeah. The fires. Oh. So that's wow. not good. It's not good right now. Cindy's watching that close. Um, Look, I, look, I uh, can I make my pick? Yeah, let's go, let's go into it. Let's let's make our picks in our. So we're picking a winner and points, obviously. Hey, Bill, real real quick, Sean, can you guess the spread on the spread and the over under, please, before we take our pick? Uh, has the spread changed a lot since last time? Is it is it still six six and a half? Five and a half over under. Uh, geez, high sixty three. 
68 and a half is the over under. 68. <laughs> Holy crap. All right. So maybe 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 one of those games where the the is that a first half spread or is that a game spread? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I right. wish it was a first half spread. I would go so, broke. So you said it's five and a half or six and a half? Five and a half. Yep. Five and a half LSU. Okay. So Bill, um, let me let me refresh our view our listeners. Um, David Seaver goes with his Clemson Tigers to repeat uh 45-42. Uh Brent Lancaster. Likes his Tigers of LSU to win 42 to either 28 or 31. He wasn't sure if they were going to get the field goal or not. So uh, both both winners, uh, both guys say LSU is going to score 42 points. Okay. So, Bill, how about you? Let's say you. Uh, LSU is going to win 45-35. 45-35. That would be a fun game. That would be an over. Yes, it would be an over. Uh, you always, always go over. Todd, what do you think? Um. Uh, LSU is going to win, even though I think Clemson is going to make it a dogfight. I'm going to make it a little tighter. I'm going to go uh, 35-28 LSU. Ooh, right on the number, huh? You want to? <clears throat> you're uh, half under. That's awesome. I like action. I like action. Bill, I, like I, I said it when we were in person last week uh, or this week. I'm gonna. I'm not going to change. Uh, I don't like him, uh, but I think Clemson. And, and Daba Sweeney, Trevor Lawrence, Travis Etienne. I think they find a way to win. I think the pressures. Oh, I like it. I, I think like all it. the pressures on LSU. Uh, I think the home field. I think we've seen a lot of the big boys in the NFL. Uh, you know, have the lead. Sure. I think we saw the Buckeyes. You know, uh, just not able to capitalize on some of those moments. And listen, there's there's way more NFL or there's way more Heisman Trophy winners that have not won the high or not won the national championship and not had a great. Um, bowl game than there have been that had great games. Um, you can go through the annals of history of, of you know, Heisman Trophy winners. Uh, not rooting for it. I just, I, I just sort of feel that Clemson maybe is that team that is taking over the mantle as the next Alabama. I'm going to go Clemson 44, LSU 40. Wow. wow. Great. I like that. I, I like the – look, it's hard to say – they haven't lost in 29 games. That, that makes perfect sense, right? Right. And yeah. and Lawrence has never lost. He's never lost. So, so he, he knows how to win. And he has come from behind. And Burroughs never had to do that. I get it. But I still think I still think Burroughs the real deal. Yeah. He's oh, I, it's, I, I, it's I don't, gonna I don't, be I I don't know. I think I think he'll find a way. <clears throat> I don't disagree with you. I just I, I, I'm curious to know how how um how Belichick is is putting together a package for the Bengals to get that number one pick. I got to get my uh, thumb splints out for the texting that's going to be happening tomorrow. Yes. <laughs> so. Yes. Could be fun. So guys, let's quickly go around the horn. We are one week into the season. Uh, Bill and I, you, you, you and I already have a couple uh, events out of our way. you got a couple more this week as yeah. do I, uh, but let's go down to Atlanta and see what Todd has on his schedule this week. Hey, big, 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 big week. Um, excited. Um, I'm going to watch the National Championship game tomorrow and then um, stay local in Atlanta, which I'm excited about because I have a lot of huge accounts. Um, but going back, uh, Sean, I've noticed um, everyone check their benefits and their insurance provider because there's a great, great, great thing where – with my insurance, you can go online and see a doctor 
Um, if you need something, it's called I, I can. It's called One Life Benefit for me. It's for someone else or other other insurance providers. It may be something else, but you can see a doctor. If you're ill, need a quick prescription, but also mentally ill, if you need to see a psychiatrist, it's there. So there's a lot of help, like because of um, technology, it's amazing how we can help and um, pretty cool. So I just wanted to like say that and uh, move on, but um, it's all. So Bill, what's up? Um, thanks for that. Uh, so. Let's see. I'm I'm currently in New Smyrna Beach. I mentioned that I'll be here for a couple of days, uh, and then I'm off to Lee County later this week. And then I have a uh, couple sessions I'm doing at the Mega Marketing event in, over in Brandon uh, on Friday. So it's a busy week. It's just but it's a very Sean Carpenter like week. It's fun. Uh, and my podcast episode this week, Sean, on Tuesday morning will be the one, the only Brad Inman. Super founder, cool. founder of Inman News. Um, I sent him his copy of the podcast. He said, Bill, do I really need to listen to this? Is there anything I need to worry about? I said, no, you don't. Not at all. <laughs> he, he just doesn't want to listen to himself talk. So I think that's kind of cool. That's cool. Yeah. Super good. Well, it was great seeing you, Bill, last week. And Bill, thanks for jumping in with uh, with the guys on, on a Friday night. Hopefully, oh, hopefully you gosh. and Michael had a good time. Sh- share Todd, that story. It was Todd, so we, um, I was down in Jacksonville, got in early, and uh, went to the beach, wrote Road past my my pop is what I call my grandfather. Road past his house and the house my dad grew up in, and um, just kind of reminisced about the you know the, the fun times we had there over the over the, my youth. Uh, and I met up with with some of our fraternity brothers. Todd, I had arranged for just let a bunch of the guys know I was going to be in town. Obviously, I've seen Jim and and Bill. I saw that. Yeah, it's awesome. And uh, so it was myself, Jim, and Bill. Greg, Aaron Matt, Witt, right? Aaron yeah. Witt, uh, Bobby Wood. Um, oh, Joe Saviak um, and, um, and thinking maybe there's one more, uh, and Matt Corey, Matt Greg Corey. Knapp, you mentioned him, Greg Knapp. Yep. And Matt Corey. And, uh, we had such a good time on Wednesday that they all said when we were done, we're like, you know, I'm in town till Saturday morning. So if you guys want to get to Friday and I threw a text out midday Friday and said, Hey, I'm thinking of going to this place and wants to show up. And we had, uh, pretty much that group, except for Joe and Greg and Melaine didn't make it because it was daughter's birthday, but Jimmy Daniel showed up. So oh, JD. I, got see, wow. I got to see four of my fraternity brothers I hadn't seen in 30 plus years. Um, and here's awesome. the cool thing, Todd. Talk about the power of building relationships. Um, some of these guys hadn't seen each other in 30 years and they live in the same town. Mm. And so, you know, <laughs> Carp, Carp, Carp comes to town, invites him out for beers. And then I, Bill and a friend of ours, Michael, uh, tagged along. And man, it was just like they were part of the group. In fact, uh, tune in to tomorrow's Monday morning match, uh, which I'll post here when we get off the air. Uh, and it's, you mentioned uh, Dave Gervis. He was there. Dave, Dave Gervis, yes. And, and Gervis, yeah. Man, it was just, I mean, Todd, we we were telling stories. We were laughing. We were crying. We, we probably embellished some of the stories, but that made it even funnier. Um, just just some of the stories that were. I mean, I got to find out about the Cupies. So, I mean, that was pretty damn funny. <laughs> I, I was happy for you watching it. Like, I was so happy. Like seeing your pictures, that was awesome. Yeah, was so good time. Yeah. But I have a, uh, I'm really excited, guys. I'm our, our company kickoff, our local company kickoff is this Tuesday, and Joe King, our company president, has invited me to be the keynote speaker. Uh, so kind of, kind of the alumni coming back to the to the locker room, so to speak, um, doing a brand new presentation. Uh, yes, probably Bill. I'll, I'll bring out some of my, uh, some of my 
signature stories, but it's nice. called leave, leave your mark. Cause our theme for the year is leave your mark. And so it's all about, um, you know, what is that thing that you can be remembered by to earn that top of mind awareness from our customers and clients in our community. So should be a blast. I'm looking forward to it. Um, and I'm also looking forward to, uh, you know, the week ahead, obviously in some big sporting events and, and working with some new customers and clients. So guys, been always fun. Shout out to uh, our friend Shay, who uh, couldn't be on with us tonight. Uh, but for Bill and for Todd, I'm Sean Carpenter, and thanks for listening to The Stare Down.